Lord. It's good to be in church, even on the Friday night after Thanksgiving, huh? <laughs> Glory to God. How many of your turkey bodies said, man, staying home would be nice tonight? <laughs> you know, Brother Moore told me years ago we were talking about something. He said, you would be surprised how quickly your flesh could get used to not coming to church. And you know, you do see that over and over again. People say, well, I'm just going to be gone a few weeks. And then you don't see them for a long, long time. You know, always pray for those people because, you know what? You start laying out, next thing you know, you'll be laying out a lot. So I'm not saying that specific about this night. If you're not here, I understand. <laughs> if you're not here, you want, I understand. Right, it, is the, it is the Friday after Thanksgiving. Don't get offended or you won't be able to hear anything we talk about tonight. I'm convinced that offense stops up your ears. You ever talk to an offended person? They, you can't even get, they can't hear you. Amen. Glory to God. Well, let's open up our Bibles tonight to Colossians 3. Thank you, Lord. Let's start about verse 14. And uh, let's believe God together. He'll show us some good stuff. Um, let's start at verse 13. Okay, let's start at verse 12. We're going to go all the way to the first. Yeah, put on therefore as the elect of God, holy, beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, do also, you also do that. How many, how, many, how many have to practice that? Everybody's supposed to practice that, right? You, you know, one thing you got to remember that as this was spoken under the anointing and written in the Bible, so not only is he saying for you to do it, he's giving you the power to do it because you can have faith in that word. If he tells you to forgive, you can forgive. Amen? Verse 14, Above all these things put on love, which is the, which is, which is the bond of perfectness. Verse 15, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which, you, to the which also you are called in one body. And the last thing he says, after all this, he says, And be ye thankful. Glory to God. And be ye thankful. You know, we can go around. This, when he says it that way, he says, be. He didn't say, act thankful. Right? right? He didn't say, say thank you. He said, be thankful. Right. You know, you could say thank you all day long and, ne- and never be thankful. Right. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Because being thankful is part of a Christian's DNA if they'll allow it to, to become just like he says. Because he didn't say, act thankful. He, he didn't say, I want you to say thankful things. You know, it's kind of like you see those shirts and things. People say, do act, uh, random acts of kindness. Christians don't do random acts of kindness. They be kind. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> Therefore, it's not random because if you're kind, it's not random. It's just something that happens around your life all the time. If you're thankful, you're thankful all the time. You're, you're, you know, uh, you're, you are, it's a lifestyle. And God has given you the ability through this word to be thankful. In other words, he'll say, he'll say if you listen to me, I'll show you what to be th- how to be thankful, what to be thankful for. You know, he, I'll give you thankfulness. 
And, and that's we should all have thankfulness. You know, people say, I don't really have anything to be thankful for. Well, you're missing something. Amen. Right? What, what, if, uh, what if when you said that, everything God was doing for you at the moment stopped? You die because your next breath <laughs> depends on Him, right? You go, that'd be it. Right? We always have something to be thankful for because God is working on our behalf all the time. And as we cultivate this thankfulness in our lives, it, it is an ability. It, is, it, is, it, it will change your life. It, it enables God to do things. You know, a lot of people, they're saying, I'm praying and praying and praying, and nothing's happening. You know what he said to do when you pray? He said, do it with thanksgiving yeah. in Philippians 4. He said he wants to have supplications and prayers with thanksgiving. Right. So maybe you're li- leaving off the thanksgiving. Because that's an ingredient that produces in these other walks of life, in, in your prayer life, in, in your, everything you do. And you say, well, I'm thankful sometimes. You know, you guys have seen me in the last few weeks, right? Do I look different? Because I've worked out twice in the last five weeks. <laughs> now, don't you see some molecular change here? Right, you know, aren't I looking quite a bit stronger? Because, you know, two, I've spent a good 45 minutes on the weights in five weeks. <laughs> right? And see, I don't expect much out of that. Why? Because I didn't do much to get anything. And see, so many times we're, we want to be thankful for a moment. And, and we want it to affect our whole life. And see, that's not the way the things of God works. He didn't say... Have a thankful action. I want you to have thankful thoughts today all day, Dave. You know, if you could just have a thankful thought. No, he said be thankful. Being thankful is so much more than an action. It will prompt an action. You know, we we want it to be the action. Thankfulness will prompt an action. Right? It'll prompt an action of gratitude towards God. The... uh, the, the actual Greek, uh, out of the Strong's Concordance, the, the uh, what do you call that, definition, if you will, it says, um, gratitude, actively, grateful language to God as an act of worship. That's what thankfulness is. Now, see, if you re- read it like that, that would make you want to be thankful more often, right? Because it is, it is, a great, it is grateful words to God as an act of worship. That, that, that makes thankfulness so much more. You know, David was the greatest thanker that you could look for in the Bible. If you want to see somebody that, that liked to thank God, read the Psalms. David spent some time thanking God. And it wasn't just because, you know, so many people are saying, well, you know, I asked for something, i got to thank Him to show Him I'm in faith. That's not thanks. No, no. Right? You know, I believe I received. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. No, if you believe you received, if you really believe you received, you would say thank you because you received. Right? It wouldn't, it would, it would, it would, you would prompt an action out of your thankfulness caused by believing you receive. Because you're thankful. You're not acting thankful. You're, you're not, you're not thinking thankful. You are thankful. And it's, it's a much larger thing because 
if there's a thankful, there's an unthankful. So think, he said, be ye thankful in this, and he, and he said it with all these other things. So within the top ten, be ye thankful is number ten. And, and, and without be ye thankful, all the other nine don't work, mm-hmm. right? So, but if you're thankful, you're, you're in this verse. If you're thankful, you're in this verse. But look at another verse. Look at uh, um, 2 Timothy, Timothy 3 in verse 2. Because if you're, if you're thankful, you can be unthankful. You know that person that says, I don't have anything to be thankful for? Good news, God's still kind to you because He says He's kind to the unthankful. Because if you don't think you have anything to be thankful for, you're really just unthankful. Yeah. <laughs> He'll say, brother, you just don't realize how my life's been going. The thing I do realize is that your life has been going. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, but you just don't, I don't need to know your life. You're talking to me. You have reason to be thankful. Right? right? And, and so often we lose track of this. You know, I, I won't even speak for you guys. I'll speak for myself. We lose track of being thankful. We get busy and we think we're doing this on our own. And there's no day where we're doing this on our own. And if you are doing it on your own, you're making a huge amount of mistakes, right? And you are forsaking the mercy of God in your life because if you quit doing it on your own, He'd give you mercy and He'd give you grace and you'd find your life much easier, right? The best thing sometimes that we can do is give up to Him, right? Give up. It's like that person that's drowning. If you're the person saving them, you're hoping they'll quit. You're hoping they'll quit kicking. You're hoping they'll quit moving and fighting you because if they would just do that, you could drag them to shore. Right? And, and that's so many times what God's saying. He, I remember when I, I was working the business and, and all of a sudden things started turning around. And I said, God, what's, what's the major thing that happened here? He said, you finally got out of my way. And I'm like, huh. All that time I was in his way. Because why? Because I'm trying to do this and he's got a plan over here. But I got my own plan. He's got his plan. No, we've got to do his plan. How many know once you start doing your plan, he'll just stop? (laughs) My dad used to do that to me. I'd say, Dad, why don't you help me? He said, okay. And he'd start helping me and... I'd start doing it without him, and he'd just step back and say, Dad, why aren't you helping me? He said, because you're doing it wrong, and I want, you to help, I want to help you make it go, go, go longer than it would. <laughs> right? And he's right. Right? It could take three hours to change your brake pads, or it could take 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Took me three hours, and I said, Dad, why didn't you help? He said, you wanted to do it on your own. Don't you think that's how God is sometimes? I, I could have got you there way faster. Glory to God. Glory to God. For 2 Timothy 3.2, it says that the first is to don't be surprised in the last days these, these things will be happening. Amen? It says, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. Anybody want to be bunched in with that group? No? They'll be covetous. Anybody here want to be bunched into that group? Boasters. Proud. Blasphemers. Disobedient to your parents unthankful 
Isn't it interesting? All these bad, you know, wow, I don't want to be a blasphemer. But I could be a little unthankful. If you are and you're standing in the police lineup, you're with all these other people, right? You're part of them. And right next to you is disobedient and unholy. Right, and you're unthankful sitting in the middle of them. How many people want to be unthankful? Right? And, you know, a lot of people always, they talk about, well, you know, those, those murderers and those idolaters, they just ought to go to hell. And, and do you realize that if you look in the book of Matthew that liars are, ju- ju- are jumbled in right with them? Did you ever tell a lie? <laughs> you could be right in the middle of the murderer and idolater. What we want to do is not be unthankful. Then I'm not next to the disobedient and the unholy. I'm not in with the blasphemers and the proud. Right? I'm out there being thankful. Because unthankful is a heart also. It's a proud heart that does things the way it wants to do them and takes credit for all of it. It's an unthankful heart. See, a lot of people think unthankful is just not saying thank you. No, unthankful is being unthankful. It's a lot more than not just saying thank you. Just like being thankful is a lot more than saying thank you. We do want to spend time thanking God. We do want to spend time being thankful. But we don't want to just do it with our mouths as a lip service. We want to literally bring it up out of our heart. In the book of Jeremiah, let's see if I can find it. Book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah 30, verse 19. It says, And out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry. Out of them. So the first thing you got to have to be thankful and to give thanksgiving is thankfulness in your heart because it can't come out of you until it's in you. That's right. Amen? And so the first thing you got to do is remember all the good things that God's doing and has done. I mean, redemption alone should keep us stirred up on a constant basis. You ain't going to hell. I ain't going to hell. You know, our, it's just like when Jesus, he said, they came back and they said, man, the demons are subject to us. And he said, he said, you know, that's great, guys. But don't rejoice about that. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I had called somebody the other day. It was on a Monday. And they said, they said it's a lot like Monday. And I said, Monday's a good day, right? And he goes, some Mondays. I said, what Monday do you wake up and your name's not written in the Lamb's Book of Life? What Monday do you wake up and you're not saved and the Lord's not there helping you? What Monday's that happening? Monday's a good a day as every day because if you're saved, Monday's a good day. Amen? Amen? And you're not looking for what happened to make it a good day because everything you ever needed to happen happened when you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord. And you can now have a good Monday every Monday. And if something comes along that doesn't seem like it's good, you can say, you know what? I'm on my way to heaven. Right? My name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. My Father is the Most High God. And He'll help me right here and right now with this. Amen? Amen. That's a thankful heart. That's a heart that will look at something differently than what it sees. You can see exactly what's before you, or you can open up your heart and out of it get thanks to get thankful. 
And you can remember that no matter what happens right here, right now, the Lord saved you. The Lord will heal you. The Lord will prosper you. It doesn't matter if somebody's getting ready to take your last dollar. You don't have to be, you don't have to be one bit sad. You, it doesn't matter if the doctor just told you this is uncurable. You don't have to be a bit sad. Why? Because you can be thankful that you're not serving Him. You're serving God. You're serving the Father who loves you, who's given His life for you and given His life to you. Amen? And He's a good God doing good things. And we're not standing in that lineup with the blasphemers and the disobedient and the covetous and the proud. We're not standing in their line. We're standing in line of the humble in mind. The ones that are binding it all together with love. Amen? That are being kind to the unthankful. We're standing in that line. See, that's the lineup you want to be in. When they say, where are you standing at? You say, I'm standing over here with the guys that are full of peace, walking in love, doing stuff for one another, right? Yeah, that, that's the line I'm standing in. And, they're, and they be ye thankful, right? We be thankful, right? And that's, and that's that, you know, the thing about it is, is it's remembering. You remember, uh, look in... Um, well, look in, uh, oh, where are we going to look? Psalm 97, 97 verse 12. We're going to stir ourselves up about being thankful, and then we're going to spend some time thanking. Glory to God. Because you don't want to just stand up and thank Him until you're thankful. You want to stand up thankful and thank Him. Yes. Amen? You know, it's kind of like people come and they, they wait for the praise and worship song to make them in the mood. Come in the mood, you can enjoy all the songs. Right? You don't have to wait till the third song comes along and say, oh, now I'm feeling a little better. Right? Sing on your way to church and then you'll be ready. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. What did I say? 97.12? Rejoice in the Lord. You ri- How many righteous I got in here? And give thanks at the remembrance of His holiness. You know what you you could say there? Give thanks every time you remember how good He is. Give thanks every time you remember He healed your body. Give thanks every time you remember He brought you over. He gave you more than enough. You didn't go under. You came out. Give thanks. You you know, we should be one of those people who are walking down the road and all of a sudden say, Oh, thank you, Lord, you're so good. You walk a little further and say, Oh, I... I'd forgotten about that. Man, thank you, Lord. And you walk a little... And, you know, people just wonder what's wrong with you. What's that, what's that disease that when you just say something all of a sudden and it doesn't make sense to the conversation? It doesn't matter what it is. It's in the curse, by the way. You don't have to have that no more. But they'll think you have that because you'll be so thankful. You'll just be walking along. Oh, whoa. Name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. God healed me. My children are walking in the love of the Lord, doing the things that He called them to do. You, you can be so thankful. People say, well, what if that's not happening? That's a better time to be thankful. Right? But you're going to have to get in faith first. Because you can't believe you receive until you're in faith. Then you believe you receive, and then you can be thankful. Right? But, but we don't wait to get thankful to see what happens. You know, that's like the guys in the book of Malachi, right? They said, 
He said, you know, it doesn't really do any good to serve God. It doesn't do any good to tithe because the wicked prosper. We tithe. We don't do any better than they do or not as good. What are they? Unthankful. Right? You know what? People that tithe, you don't even know how the percentage of things that aren't happening to you. The things you'll never deal with in this earth merely because you sow into the kingdom of God. You tithe. You, you do what the Lord asks you to do, not what He, command, he asks you to do this. You know, even if you think, well, God commanded us to do it, we got to do it. There's people not doing the commands of the Lord all day long. You can choose not to do it because His commands are not a burden. They're not grievous. They're help. If He commands you to do something, be guaranteed it's better for you than Him. Amen? And we don't want to be unthankful that way. You're looking at things wrong. You've got to, you've got to tweak your vision a little bit and say, wait a second... They don't know the Lord. They can't even be happy. They can only have momentary bursts of false happiness where I can walk around with the joy of the Lord as my strength on a constant basis because I know Him. And if, if nothing else good was happening, you don't need it. Good, what's happening to you doesn't decide how you feel or what you, what you produce. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Whether it's good times or bad times, that joy will bring you over in both. Amen? But, but what we have to do is not forget. What happened to those guys in Malachi? They forgot. They forgot that God was good. He wasn't just saying, I, I, I want you to tithe. He was saying, tithe, bring it into the storehouse, and you'll receive a blessing so big you can't hold it all. God's not, you know, it's like they stopped at give ten, bring the ten, bring the tithe into the storehouse, and that's all they ever heard. They didn't even hear the rest of it. Wouldn't you be thankful if you really thought ever, like if you were holding your tithe on the front row, you couldn't wait for the bucket to get to you if you really believed the verses on tithe, because that bucket's coming. You're like, woo, man, I gotta give. Because did you see the blessing for this? My goodness. I got to get that bucket to me now. Which the truth of the matter is, you gave it in your heart already. So we got people that run stuff, and you don't have to run. Give it in your heart, and God will count it. Glory to God. Unless you really didn't give it, then it'll never be seen anyway. Where did I say? Where were we? Oh, remembrance of His holiness. We want. We've got to remember. Remember what He said in Deuteronomy. He said, "Be careful not to forget, or be careful." Did I just word that wrong? Yeah, but be careful to forget or to not forget. That's right. Let's read it. Yeah. Well, look at look at Deuteronomy 8. You know, in Deuteronomy 28, he said he said you're going to you, the curse is coming on you because you didn't serve me joyfully when you had everything. Well, why wouldn't you serve somebody joyfully when he gave you everything? Because you're unthankful. You're unthankful. You, he, you don't. You don't. You're not recognizing the gift. You're saying you, you might be saying, "Well, I did it. I did the work. I deserve it." You know, people who deserve it are the least thankful people in the whole universe, right? Did you ever, Brother Moore says years ago, he said, "You can't be gracious to somebody who deserves it," and you can't. You cannot be gracious to somebody who deserves it. You can give them something, and they'll say, 
Well, they don't have to thank you. They deserved it. Right? They probably say, well, about time. Right? I don't know what you're waiting on. Good land. You should have gave that to me years ago. That was my car all along. You should have given it to me. What did I say? Deuteronomy 8, verse 14. We'll go to 13, so maybe it'll make more sense about that. When your herds and your flocks multiply, and your silver and your gold is multiplied, and all you have is multiplied. What's he saying? When all you have, I've multiplied it. Everything you have. Then your heart be lifted up. What is this? Pride. You're back, you're back next door to the blasphemers and the covetous in the unthankful zone. Why? Because this is pride. This is pride. Your heart's lifted up, and you forget the Lord your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt. Because that, that's pride. And, and when we forget, that, that's a human problem. When we forget, we, we, we put ourselves in the position of, of provider, ourselves in the position of healer, ourselves in the position of savior, if you will. Because you're looking to your own power to, to overcome. You guys still here? But when, when, when we forget God, when, when, we quit, when we quit being thankful, then we forget. Being thankful is a huge reminder of His goodness in your life. Why? Because you're reminding yourself of His goodness to be thankful for. It, it, being thankful will remind you on a constant basis not to, that, you, that you were brought out of the land of Egypt, that the Red Sea did split, and you won't be wondering where your sandwich is coming out after you walk through a dry sea, right? They walk through the dry sea, and they get all the way to the other side, and they say, well, yeah, sure, but where, what are we going to drink now? You just, if a God can open up the sea, right, then probably He can find you water, right? If He's big enough to open up the sea, you might have a sandwich, right? He, he's going to make sure you have more than enough. But see... Our, our, our minds will think backwards they'll, 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 because the devil doesn't want you to be thankful because the minute you're thankful, you've humbled yourself and you've put yourself in a position to constantly receive from God and not receive anywhere else. You're not taking anything from anywhere else except from God because you're thankful. Amen? Um, Romans 1. Romans 1, verse 20, I think. This is kind of stupid of me. I highlighted all my verses in dark green. And it's black behind them, so... <laughs> it's a good thing my eyesight, like Moses. Huh? Let's see. For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. What's he saying? You, people that say there's no God or they don't know God, they can't. they, they got no excuse. Right? They're, they're clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that you are without excuse. Verse 21, because that when they knew God, and here's, 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 here's unthankful, when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations. When you are unthankful, you glorify yourself, right? 
And so your mind, you, you become vain in your imagination and your heart's darkened. You're deceived. You can't see anything right because you did it all yourself. You're in pride. And, you, and you're not going to be thankful. And there, this isn't somebody that didn't know God. It says, when they knew God, they glorified Him not. And, and this, this is a problem right here because thanksgiving glorifies God. That's why he says right after that they weren't thankful. Why? Because they weren't glorifying God. When we, glo- when we are thankful, we glorify God. Right. Thankfulness brings glory to God. It, it puts Him in a place where He's the most seen. He's the most... He's magnified. He, he is everything. And everywhere you go, you, know, you don't walk around and say, Oh, thank you. And people say, What's that about? Oh, man... I was thanking myself because I had did. I cooked a huge breakfast this morning. It was so good. And then you walk down there. And you, oh, thank you. And they say, well, "What do you think?" I'm thanking myself because I am so good at my job. Man, I'm good. You guys just don't know how good I am. If you could just watch me for a day, you would learn so much. You'd go home and you'd be thankful for me too. <laughs> That's not thankfulness at all. That's pride. You're lifted up. You, you're, you're not thanking God. And what we want to do is cultivate that heart to where we realize that everything we have, everything we are, everything we'll ever be is because of Him. Because of His goodness, because of His mercy, because of His kindness, because of His grace, we are everything that we could ever be and more than we ever imagined. And, and, and we don't need... We don't need somebody to tell us how good we are because we know how good we are because of Him. We know where our goodness comes from. Amen? And we don't need somebody to tell us how good our good a job we did. Right? <laughs> Why? Because you didn't do it in your own strength anyway. Right? Say, well, I like to hear that I did a good job. Oh, it's good. It's not better or nothing wrong with telling somebody I did a good job every now and then. But, you know, you don't want to do things... You know, think about Peter... You know, Brother Moore taught this years ago, and if we could all get a hold of this, because we do it, we do it, and we don't think about it. Peter said after Jesus was Jesus was saying that they were all going to leave him. You know, everybody would be scattered, and they'd leave him. And Peter, he said, you know, if everyone else, if everyone else leaves you, I won't. And he stopped right there. He put a period at the end of the sentence. Should have never put that period at the end of that sentence should have said, by the grace of God. Right? And see, so often, you know, we see something that happens in somebody else's life and we say, that'll never happen to me. Mm. Uh, by the grace of God, that'll never happen to you. And, and, and it's something to remember because you're, you're being unthankful, first of all. You're, you're, you're taking God out of the equation and you're putting yourself on a pedestal it doesn't belong on. Because without... Him, we have every ability to mess up. In fact, is without Him, we are professionals at it. We can we can mess up without thought. It won't even be hard. You can do it, and you won't even know you did it. It was so easy. You won't even exert energy because you can mess up so easy without Him. But by His grace, you can overcome things that other people couldn't overcome. Not because you're so great. His grace is. His power, His love, His mercy, His kindness, it'll, over, it'll, it'll help you overcome at all times. Amen? Look at a few places where David...
talks about Thanksgiving. Let's just look at it. Well, uh, well no, we'll stop there. We won't do that one. First, First Chronicles 16. Why did give, David give thanks? Here, here's a good reason. It says 16 verse... Uh, yeah, I'm looking, trying to figure out what that is. It might be a 5. No, it's an 8. It's an 8. We got it. It's an 8. Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon His name. Make known His deeds among the people. What's thanks do? It makes known His needs among, among the people. It, it, it gives you the ability to call on Him. It makes known His deeds. Why? Because you're thanking Him for it. Right? If I say, oh, I'm so thankful. And Stan says, what for? Oh, God healed my body. What did I just do? I made known His deeds. Yeah, yeah. Amen? I'm so thankful. Thanksgiving will, will put God up top. It always brings God to the front and shows Him. Look at uh, Psalm 26.5. Nope, 26.7. That I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving. Thanksgiving has a voice. And it's not just a sound, it's a thanksgiving sound. In other words, it can be heard as thanksgiving. Somebody could say it without thanksgiving... And it wouldn't mean anything. But with thanksgiving, it becomes a sound that God hears. It becomes a sound out of your heart to Him. It's, and that's why David wanted to sing. Because he wanted to sing thanksgiving. He wanted to praise God with his mouth. And, and it, there out came a sound that was worthy of praise. That was worthy of thanksgiving. It's a sound. It's a voice. It's not just thank you, thank you, thank you, oh, oh, thank you. Or, or the uh, courtesy thank you. Oh, thank you. You don't even know what he handed you. He might have handed you something you don't want. You know, somebody has handed you something, you say thank you. What, what if they handed you a big bill? <laughs> right? You're waiting to see what you got before you say thank you. But besides that, did you really mean thank you anyway? Right? Do, do you want to be thankful or do you want to say thank you? David is saying here that there's a voice of thanksgiving that will tell of his wondrous works. In other words, it doesn't just tell you, you know, God, he created the ocean and the skies, and, and, and you know, you're almost monotone. God did this, God did that. No, it's, it's a voice. You don't know what my God has done. My God created the stars in the heavens. He creates planets. He created the sea and everything in it, every animal that's walking. My God, my Father did this. Amen. And, and it's a wondrous work. It's not the thanksgiving is it puts emphasis on the goodness of God, on the power and the, and the greatness of God. Look at uh, Psalm 95, verse two. It says, let us come before His presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto Him with psalms. But the first thing you have to do is come before His presence with thanksgiving. You, you know, you can't just make a joyful noise without the thanksgiving. It'd be like saying, I'm going to play one instrument, but it needs two, but I don't, need, I don't want to do two. Right? I just want to do joyful. I don't want to do thanksgiving. Well, you need thanksgiving to get joyful to work. Yeah. Right? You ever heard the choir sing in the backup singers' voices? I don't know what you call that. What do you guys call it? What do you guys know what you call it? 
like they're not singing the lead, they're singing the part. Yeah, they're they're part they're singing the parts. And if you just heard uh, every now and then they'll send us uh, a video of somebody uh, trying out and they're singing a part. Well, it sounds really horrible. You know why? Because it's not with the rest of the parts. <laughs> Right? It doesn't really sound good for a part to be by itself unless it's the lead. Right? You guys are as musically inclined as me, I see. <laughs> we better give that choir tryout thing another ring go. Cause, <clears throat> but but that's, that's what he's saying. He's saying you've you got to be thankful and have a joyful noise. Thankful and a joyful noise go together. That, that they're, they're a part of one another. When he, when he said in Philippians 4, I believe 6, he said... He said, prayer and supplications with thanksgiving. In other words, don't bring me prayer and supplications and forget thanksgiving. Right. You, you, it's, it's an ingredient in prayer and supplication that causes me to be able to work. Right? It's like saying, here, I'm going to open the door this far for you, Dave. I'm going to give you a crack this big to get through. Well, guess what? <laughs> I'm not coming in. Right? Prayer and supplication. If you do prayer, supplication with thanksgiving. Then you open the door wide for the power of God. And, and, and those are the things, you know, we, we want to be thankful. We want to be a thankful people on a constant basis. We want to go in, in, in the worst of the worst situations and, and we want to be able to say, ain't God good? He is so faithful. Thankful people will say God's faithful in the face of the most awful situations you've ever seen. They'll look at it and they'll say, God's faithful. What are they doing? They're thankful because they know He's good. They know He's brought them out time after time again. He's going to bring them out again. Amen? Um, Verse uh, Psalm 69.30 says, I will praise the name of God with a song and I will magnify Him with thanksgiving. You can praise His name, but if you, want His, you, if you want it big, if you want it bold, bring thanksgiving with it. Bring thanksgiving with your praise. If you want it magnified beyond what you could ever imagine, you want people to know how big your God is, how great He is, how, how, how good He is to you, what, what He's doing and done in your life, what His plans are for you, they're good, not evil, to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. That's your God. That's the one you're serving. And you're, you magnify Him with thanksgiving. You, you, you make Him large to everyone that will listen. Amen? And you'll make Him large in your own life. I, I remember that one time that I was praying for Ramsey, and, and I just kept praying and praying. And God said, if you really believed me, you'd just sing. You'd just sing. And, and, and I exalt thee came up in my heart. And what was I doing? I said, wait a second, God, you've always taken care of me. You're bigger than this. I put you above it all. I exalt you. I exalt you. And and as I exalted him, the problem got really small, and the God got really big, and the problem went away, and God just got bigger. Amen? Because he's such a good God. Where did I say to go? 6930? Oh, that's where we did go. That's where we were. One, one more verse and then we're going to act on this. Amen? We're going to spend some time thanking God because your heart ought to be prepared now. Right? Every one of us has, thanks, has thankfulness in us. And we have the ability to be ye thankful because 
he just gave us a verse that says we can be ye thankful. If he said you could walk on the water, you could step out on the water. If he said you could be thankful, you could be thankful. If he said you could be kind, you could be kind. You know, a lot of people have these things in them, but having it in you is not enough. You have to be it. Right? You have to be it. You, you can have kindness all the days in your life and act like a snake. Right? Or you can be kind. Right? Or you can be patient. Or you can be thankful. Amen? It's an empowerment from the Lord telling you you can be thankful. And the reason He's giving it to you is because it takes you to a whole other level. It takes you to a whole new place. It takes you to a place where you pray and you supplicate and you do it with thanksgiving. And then you don't worry because the peace that passes understanding is now there. People are looking for the peace that passes understanding after their prayer and supplication, but they didn't do it with thanksgiving. Put them all together. And the Word says, right? You can cast that care on Him. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 147, verse 7. This will give you every reason in the world to get ready to sing. Sing unto the Lord. Right? This is in the Bible. There's an anointing on this verse to us tonight to sing unto the Lord. And not just to sing, to sing unto Him, but to do it with thanksgiving. To sing praise unto Him with the harp and unto our God. But to to sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving, you're getting ready to open up the door for God to do something. If you came here and you're sick tonight, you weren't feeling well, I don't care if it's a sniffle, and I don't care if it's uh, what they said, uncurable cancer, you could be singing to the Lord with thanksgiving and and become healed as you become faithful, as you become thankful. Amen? You could, you could be having problems in your life, and as you sing, it's just like when I was singing I Exalty. The problem wasn't even near me at that point, but I was exalting God. I was being thankful, and as I was being thankful, God was taking care of the problem for me. Amen? If we'll be thank, That's what thankfulness does. It takes your mind off of you, off the problem, and it puts, the, it, it puts, it puts God in the place where you, where you were trying to stand. Why? Because you're thanking Him, right? Your, your thankfulness is for His goodness, for His mercy, for His ability, His grace, the things of God happening in your life. Stand up with me. We're going to sing for a bit. We're going to take some time and thank Him. We're going to act on this. I don't know what you got going on in your life today, here, Sarasota, online, but as we sing, don't let your mind wander. Out of your heart, be thankful. Sing with thanks with thanksgiving unto God. And as you sing, allow yourself to, to, to forget all those things that are going on over here, where you gotta go tomorrow, what you gotta do the next day, work on Monday, all the problems that's over here, all the stuff that's happening here. Forget about it. And remember how many times the Lord's brought you out. Remember that He saved you. He he raised you up and He seated you together in heavenly places with Jesus Christ. And because He has your names written in the Lamb's Book of Life and you're on your way to heaven and while you're here, He's got a good plan. Amen? So we want to spend some time just thanking God. It's Thanksgiving. 
Can you think of a better time? Oh yeah, every day. But why not start the day after Thanksgiving? We'll start our Be Ye Thankful. And, and every time something comes up and you find yourself slipping back, say, oh no, I remember that message. I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to overcome. And I'm not going to be, this is not getting to me. My name is written. I am His child. He is my God. And there's no weapon formed against me that can prosper. Thank you, Lord. Matt, you going to sing something for us? I'll sing with you.
God. You know, as you're singing this, you want to remember how bountiful He's been with you. You can start with the day you were saved. He gave you everything that He is that day. He saved your soul. He healed your body. He he gave you peace. He gave you joy. He gave you everything that you would ever need to walk through this life on earth and to move on to heaven one day. He gave you everything through Jesus Christ. He puts you in a position of success, a position to never fail, a position where the enemy has no access to you as long as you stay in that position He made you. Thank you, Father. As as we sing... Remember how bountifully when He got you out of a situation, when He kept you back from making a mistake, where He stopped you just in time before a car came by, where He saved your life over and over and over again. He's been good. He's been bountiful. He's doing good things. He's healing bodies right now. Right now. Receive of this bounty, but be thankful for the bountifulness you've already got. Thank you, Lord.
sing unto Him. Sing unto Him with thanksgiving. Sing unto Him. Sing unto Him. Be thankful and glorify His name. Glorify Him. Magnify Him. Lift Him up. Make Him everything. Let Him be what He wants to be in your life. He wants to be everything. He wants to be the one you turn to every time you turn. Thank You, Lord. 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 Praise You, Lord. I am so thankful. trust Him with every part of your life. If there's a part of your life you've been holding back, as we sing this song, give it to Him. Give it to Him. There's no part you don't want Him involved in because He's gracious and He's good and He's kind and He's more than enough of anything you'll ever need. And He can take care of you in every situation. And not only can He, He will because He's gracious and He's good and He's faithful and He's kind and He's wonderful and He's merciful and He's Jesus. Glory to God. He's a good God. I am so
us a few more times. Altar care workers, you can come forward. We're going to sing it just a few more times and then we're going to be dismissed. Don't feel like you have to rush out. You can sing it till they quit singing. But if you're in here, maybe the Lord touched on your heart on something that you'd like to share with these guys or pray about with these guys, they'll pray with you. Maybe you've been running from the Lord. Maybe maybe you hadn't been trusting. Maybe you forgot how good He was and you just want to tell them that you remembered how good He was tonight. And they'll shout with you. God's doing good things. Thankfulness, being thankful, is a lifestyle that would change our life forever. If we would just, as Brother Moore says, cultivate that lifestyle of thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord. He's good to us. How many serve a good God? I got anybody in here serving a bad God? No, no hands there. Because you wouldn't be serving our God. Because we serve a good God. A good and a gracious God. So we're going to sing it some more. Raise your hands. Praise Him. Give Him thanks. For He is good. And His mercy endures forever. Glory to God. continue singing.